0: It's time now for today's edition of Community Conversations. It's the interview program in which we dialogue with voices from the Omaha community. And here's your host for Community Conversations. Let's welcome Cami Carlisle.
1: Good morning, or I guess good afternoon, and finally Friday. Before we get into the thick of this, I want to give a shout-out to Phyllis and Gretna, because I got to go see her yesterday, and she just loves RTBS. So, Phyllis, thank you for listening. And away we go. So, for Community Conversations today, we welcome in Erin Sanderford, the political reporter from the Nebraska Examiner. Welcome.
0: Thank you for having me, and happy birthday.
1: Oh, thank you. I can't wait for the cake. (laughs) You know it. So, I don't know. I think we briefly touched on this, but we read – virtual newsstand in Nebraska Examiner as part of that. We started that earlier this uh, spring and also included in that read is Noise, Flatwater Press and Sunrise News. And we knew that the whole World Herald kind of had a shakeup. And we found where all of you went. So <laughs> we have been reading Nebraska Examiner for quite some time, and we really like it. So it's a pleasure to have you on.
0: It's really it's really been an interesting ride. I um, I was actually the investigative reporter over at uh, KMTV ah. when uh, Paul Hamill, Kate Folsom, and Cindy Gonzalez uh, let me know that they were starting this uh, crazy idea they had with nice. uh, the nonprofit. And, and you know, they, they called me from the bar underneath the office in Lincoln <laughs> not, and, and not. said they had a, a drink ordered with my name on it. Oh, and well. so I didn't think I had much of a choice.
1: No, I don't think you did. <laughs> And I'm glad they called you and bought you a drink. That's a good way to start a job. So tell us how you even got here. What was your career path?
0: You know, I've been, uh, I actually started uh, as a sports reporter in college, uh, okay. traveling way too much, going to class way too little. Um, <laughs> and, and, and at the University of Kentucky, I, I met my wife here in Lincoln, well, actually, when I was uh, an intern at the Lincoln Journal Star. Oh, nice. And so I back in the late 90s. Oh. But uh, yeah, I, I hung around long time time uh, in Lincoln covering crime, courts, county government, growth and development, uh, ended up uh, uh, taking a editing role where I started like editing on business stories and Mm -hmm. then worked as the night city editor, Uh which, you know, from your business and traffic,
1: Uh (laughs) it's
0: it's never dull when the phone rings at that time of night. (laughs) Um, But but then I I worked for two years uh, in state government while my wife went uh, back to school to become a special ed teacher. Oh, nice. uh, we couldn't afford that in newspaper prices. Right. So, I so, that. so so I went to the dark side for a couple of years. <laughs> and uh, Although it was fun um, for a while after that to call public officials and say, hey, um, I need this uh, public document and mm-hmm. they would say, no, it doesn't exist. And I could tell them what drawer it was in. Uh-huh. <laughs> that, that, that was kind of fun. That's pretty awesome. But, but th- I got hired back on the opinion side from the World Herald and uh, stayed there for a long time, ended up back news and really enjoyed it
1: good well we have loved your writing and again as i mentioned off air our producer ryan who's on vacation and we miss him very much was the one like you got to get Aaron. and he he has been following you since the whole slama herbster thing broke but we'll get to that in just a little bit because that is a story in itself right oh yeah so you guys was it january that the examiner launched
0: it was it feels like it's never stopped at the startup pace, if right. that makes sense. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. It was January because um, I, I remember we started and the session had already started,
1: uh-huh.
0: and and you know it's already enough when you're trying to cover the legislature and they're right. already going. Yeah, but starting from scratch. You guys know this because you start every day with a radio program that's blank. Right. You have to start from scratch somewhere. That's right. We started staring at a blank web page with X number of slots, oh. and so oh, oh. and my colleagues had been there long enough ahead of time uh-huh. to write some things. Sure. Well, I was under contract, so I couldn't come until right before it started. So Ooh. it was, hey, here you are, go. We'll <laughs> so, buy you another drink later. Right. right? <laughs> so so it was it was a it, it was a rat race, but it's started to settle in. We have our first intern jazari Qual. Oh. uh he's doing a nice job for us and 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 it's it's starting to feel like you know one of us can take a vacation without nice yeah. inconveniencing everybody right?
1: else yeah so now i said that flippantly about the world herald because the world herald lets so many people go right mm. so is that what why was the examiner formed you know
0: I have a lot of good friends at the World Herald and they do great work. Mm-hmm, they do. Um they, they they did not um when they were independently owned and employee mm-hmm. owned yep. it was a little bit bigger than most newsrooms of similar city size mm-hmm. it was um a lot better funded and a lot better insulated yeah, from some of the realities of corporate newspapering. Right. And and I think um when uh, Warren Buffett bought the paper to help them out of a financial jam. Mm-hmm. They, I, I think the act of selling them to Lee Enterprises made it a little bit different. Yeah. And, and and I think some of that is just the reality of newspapering right now. I mean, those people are doing amazing work right now, mm-hmm. g- given the conditions. Right. But I think the, the Examiner was formed as part of state's newsroom that has we have 31 outlets in 31 states right. and and their whole mission is to make sure that as you know the national and international newspaper business kind of figures out what the right size is in the internet era mm-hmm. that state government and state politics and even regional politics don't get lost in the shuffle right and and so much of the cutbacks i mean you you've probably seen this even in your time the 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 cutbacks almost always hit those bureaus first yep. because they want to consolidate where their people are. Right, And and so, you know, there used to be an AP reporter that covered the Capitol full time. That's right. not the case anymore. Wow. And, and so it, part of our mission is to just make sure that that's covered. Now, because we've got people that live in Omaha and people that live in Lincoln, mm-hmm. we can branch out a little more. Right. Um, but... I mean, I live in my car uh, <laughs> I mean, what? when you're the political, uh, uh, when you're, no, you're I mean, on the it, move, all the I'm cash. on the move all the time. Yeah. I, I mean, I always I, I laugh because my most common riding position is in the passenger seat of my car <laughs> uh, uh. at some random Casey's in a small town. And it's half the fun.
1: Right. I mean, exactly. I mean, well, you're in the busy season now.
0: Oh, yeah. So, it's, I'm not ready for that ramp up, but it's coming this oh, weekend no matter what. Yes,
1: it is. So did you do um, politics before?
0: I did. I was okay. the, I was the political reporter at the World Herald during 2020.
1: Oh boy! And, and
0: so, yeah, it was a. Well, lucky you. Yeah, no, I, 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 I have to say that was one of the most draining election cycles to cover ever because we had, you know, we had a a nominal Senate race. We had we had a a. House race that is always competitive, mm-hmm. and we had the presidential race where they were really competing for. Yes, how can
1: we ever forget?
0: <laughs> and so it was. Well, I mean, but they were competing for Omaha's vote right. and for that mm-hmm. second district vote, yep. and so it, it 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 was it was a lot, but it was an education. <laughs> yes, it was. Uh, and I'd covered a Senate race before, mm-hmm. um, and and so it was. It, what I would say is politics has changed dramatically. In the last several years,
1: really dramatically,
0: the hardest thing in this job right now mm-hmm. is not losing so much credibility with either side
1: right. that we
0: can only cover one part of it. Right, and 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 it's sometimes a box. I mean, yeah. I mean, for example, this week I sat down actually this weekend because I didn't really have a weekend. Mm-hmm. The, I sat down with um, Ali Alexander. Okay, um, he's a conservative provocateur and activist who was part of organizing those Stop the Steal protests yeah. before January 6th. And, you know, I, we were in a situation where he he wanted to talk, mm-hmm. but how do you fact check someone who is outside of your daily wheelhouse? How do you hold in check someone who is, no matter how much prep I did, and I did a lot, right. you're, you're not going to be prepared for the level of, Follow up that you're going to need to do to do that justice. Right. So, in some ways, we made what, in retrospect, was probably not a great decision to do it as a Q and A format.
1: Well, I kind of liked it. I read it. Okay, they were yeah. a good. The, I th- th- that at least was some... interesting format to take. Yeah, like, was it because of
0: some of it? Some of it was that and lack thereof. Yeah, yeah. I mean, some of it was. In q and A Q&A format, I can leave out whole sections
1: mm-hmm.
0: a lot easier, yeah. and, and that that go into a field that would have taken me four or five paragraphs to right. to correct or mm-hmm. or get right or explain.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, and when you're dealing with someone who is so conversant in national issues like that, mm-hmm. and not necessarily wedded to what others would argue is fact, right? Uh, it, it's it's a lot harder to convey that in story form on deadline. Yeah, and and. I think in some ways though the environment where I had some folks on the the left side of the political aisle who were very upset they thought we gave him a platform oh. they they would mm-hmm. rather we have not amplified him or they would rather have us have you know almost labeled him <laughs> as who he was right b- before we talked to him mm-hmm. and 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 then there were people on the right who were upset because they're not, he's not their brand of right. Exactly. <laughs> and, and so it was, it, it's one of those, right now, the hardest challenge is trying to figure out how do you serve a broad audience when nobody in that broad audience really agrees on what's real?
1: Yeah. I, I don't envy you at all. And I thought it was so interesting because I pulled it up because we get it. You oh, know? yeah. And I just sat down with coffee, and when I saw that interview, I was like, "Oh, I need to wake up and read this. Like, what is happening here? This is a surprise." Right. But and I thought this is very interesting. But you do, you got to give both sides, right? You got to be fair.
0: Well, and that's the hardest challenge right now. The 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 Trump era of politics Mm -hmm. in twenty twenty changed some of how political reporters do the job because you can't just give equivalency to different views when they're at odds with the facts right. and, and so it's trained us a little bit more to what I usually call it is the truth sandwich I'm okay. warning you okay. before you read something that this might this might contain something that's inaccurate. I'm letting the person say it. And then after I'm telling you what part of it was inaccurate. Right. And, and it's, it's a really hard thing to try to do and not lose the ability to cover an entire group of people who are impacting every decision that affects every person's life in, in a state. And, And so it's, it's, it's definitely been an education.
1: Yeah. And a little bit maybe surreal.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I jokingly tell people I'm glad I grew up with a basketball coach for a dad. Yeah. And and I got in trouble in high school ROTC, ROTC yeah. because I would laugh when the drill sergeant would scream at us. If a kid would cry, I would start chuckling because that felt like Tuesday. <laughs> and, so, we along great. and so, And so, and so and so you know, I was prepared for this a lot by my background, but there are days where, you know, you get old, it gets tired of being the piñata for everyone.
1: Oh, I'm sure. I can't even imagine. And you're right. Reporting has had to have changed radically oh, yeah. from everything we ever knew.
0: Well, and the next generation is better at it than we are. Right. I mean, I, I hate to admit it. They are. I mean, but the, the folks coming up in the business have grown up in this environment and have been trained in this environment and Mm -hmm. they'll be better at it than we were. That's true. And and, and it's just, right now, the people, those of us that can adapt quickly are fine, Mm -hmm. but it's really hard on... Uh, on folks who grew up with the traditional the the Republicans say x the Democrats say y and we get out of the way. Right. And I've got part of that in me too where I just want to get out of the way. Yeah. I'm not used to inserting myself. Yeah. And so it's a, it's a hard thing to learn about when do I play referee?
1: Right. Oh, I can't even imagine. That <laughs> sounds like a lot of headaches. But it, it you're is. so good at it though. That's well, the thing.
0: Yeah, well, it's my my family would like to see me a little bit more, but uh, you know, yeah, I I'm sure. but 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 one of these days we're going to have a year that's not crazy election year. I was mm. I, I was t- I was telling someone the other day the 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 idea that we had a special election yeah. in the first year that the examiner started mm-hmm. it, it went it went Special. It went crazy primary and and legislative session to special election to general election in the first year. i am joked with my boss, but I don't know that I'm joking that I might take December off.
1: Right. I think you should. That is a good plan, right? I mean, everybody's only like conscious for two weeks of that month anyways. Right. Tell them I say yes. Do it.
0: If only. Yeah,
1: right? I can't even imagine. So let's quickly talk about Slama and Herbster because that story in itself was just – I don't want to say unbelievable because, of course, it's believable that these horrible things happen to women. But you broke the story. Is that right? I did. And uh, how did that happen? I mean, uh, what landed in your lap? What happened?
0: I, I have to be a little careful here, obviously, sure, for sure, legal obviously. reasons. Right. And for protection of yes, sources. of course. But, but what I can tell you is I had gotten a tip. hmm Even back to my World Herald days, before he was confirmed to be running for Mm -hmm. governor, that there was a candidate who had um, had some Mm run-ins with um, people um, at – party events at other events that was something we needed to check on. And mm-hmm. and the way that I mean the way those tips come in is always, you know, ninety-five, ninety-eight percent of them are not true. Right. And and you just never know when one's going to hit. Mm-hmm. And and so you file it away and you make some calls and you just kick it around and try sure. to figure out who do I need to talk to. But the way that story came together was actually through three different stops. I mean I worked on it uh, some while I was at KMTV, uh-huh. I worked on it. Some while I was, I mean, briefly at the World Herald, and 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 when I got to the Examiner, what with as as he became more and more prominent, mm-hmm. more people kind of shook out of the woodwork. Uh-huh. I had already been in contact for months. I mean, like months and months okay. with people adjacent to the people who were. Th- the, the women at the core of that story. And and it's one of the stranger ones where I had to basically report it outside in, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. I had to find the people who talked to the people right. and then figure out who the people were, how to approach them, who knew them, who could convey that I am not a scary person right. who's trying to harm them or their yeah. reputation. And And honestly, those are the worst stories in this business to report because mm-hmm. – you you had I mean I understand from the from uh, Charles Herbster's side that they believe that some of this might have been political and 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 that the people who were named publicly, uh-huh. uh, especially the senator, right. might might uh, supported his opponent. But there's a rational explanation for why she supported his opponent. But but if you know the circumstance, right. the, 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 the circumstances around that, I I had been trying to get her to talk and trying to get her to talk and trying to get her to talk for a really long time and she wanted no part of it. Right. And so it's it, it's strange because I see enough of the global political view mm-hmm. in terms of how this was affecting people mm-hmm. to know that the most... Frequent argument you heard from people who wanted to shoot that story down was that she was somehow doing it for a political benefit right there you know as a as a woman working in any business, there is no benefit to right. coming forward no. with that right it doesn't exist exactly i mean there are only i mean there are only hard times coming with that, but herbster has maintained his innocence. Hmm. They are suing each other. Oh boy. And 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 probably one day me. I mean So stay tuned. So so I mean right? that's why I have to be a little careful yeah, and reserved.
1: Because it's not over yet.
0: No. But but they're suing one another, um he's suing her for defamation, um she's suing him for defamation and for um and alleging um the conduct that was right. <laughs> questionable. Right. And, and 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 so I think the court system is going to have a long time sorting all of that I do too. And I have to be really careful because they want to talk to a lot of the people that I talk to Mm -hmm. and I have promised to protect those people.
1: Right. And that makes sense. I mean, this is a very touchy – Right. Thing, subject, and, and, and it, it always is.
0: But but it's not – I mean, I was very careful, and, and like, the thing most folks don't know about this is that I was very careful in the order in which I reported that story. Mm-hmm. I understood already that there were certain people that would be assumed to – have political motivations to speak with me. Right. So once I had everything mapped out, I would mm-hmm. constantly reorder what order I would talk to people in
1: ah, so that, that the
0: people mm-hmm. closest to the political motivations were the last to hear that ah. I was doing the story, if that makes sense. Total. And, and it, it was, it, a lot of people don't understand how you try to do that to protect yourself from the argument that came anyway. Right. And, and, and it's hard. I mean, Herbster maintains that he's done nothing wrong.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It may well be. Senator Slama maintains that it happened and so do the other women. Right. And and I have I I got a call on election night, mm-hmm. the first of many that I got, um from um a woman who was crying. Uh-oh. And and um and what she um in a, in a private conversation, I'm going to just relay a little of this so you can understand how much it impacted them. She was trying to convey through tears that maybe the hell that they had gone through in that several months was not for nothing, mm-hmm. and and it was interesting. I, I hadn't seen their perspective in in that way. Mm-hmm. And I didn't see the story as political. And I know that people will people will have a hard time viewing that because of the timing of when that story sure. dropped. But that story, I'd been working on it so long, it went when I had it. Right. I mean, yeah. and, and, and so it was – I regret that it took that long to get it in.
1: Well – I think you did a bang-up job. I mean, I remember the very first article that came out, and I was like, what is this? What is happening? Wow, who is this guy? Who is Nebraska (laughs) Examiner? And then all the articles that you did after that, they were all so well-written. I thought really gracefully held because – so you had both sides of the story, but then I remember in one piece, was it the first story where you actually talked to somebody that was a professional? And that really, I think, shined a bigger light on the problem with sexual assault and stuff, but without – Accusing, you know what I mean? I mean, you handled right. it really gracefully, but I, all the pieces were there with no fingers pointed.
0: I tried really hard to make sure that people could discuss the consequences of those kinds of actions, regardless of whether or not they occurred in this incident. Right. I mean, yeah. that, 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 that it's the biggest challenge of trying to do this work is is is. is I want people when they leave, even if they don't like what the work said, mm-hmm. to understand that I did everything I could to try to make it right. Yeah, and these are the kinds of stories that it may take years before we know what really happened right and and it, it's the 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 only the only downside to mm-hmm. doing stories like that. Is it's like the person who has a great hit on the radio, right? I, w- what do you do for an encore,
1: right? Exactly. <laughs> and, well, I think all your pieces after that were the encores, and as you said, it's not done yet, no, and it's gonna be a
0: while, it's not. And and it was, I mean, I, I have to give um, the candidate credit for not being unable to speak afterward, mm-hmm. um. I think there was surprise that I kept coming. There mm-hmm. was surprise that I kept showing up and that I went to the Trump rally when there were some obviously people right. who were not happy <laughs> with me. I'm sure. And and but I I think everyone involved tried to keep it at least professional enough that it worked. Mm-hmm. And and that the situation worked, but yeah, it definitely it changed a lot.
1: <laughs> yeah, it did. So, as we head towards the November elections, mm-hmm. Do you see anything else funky on the horizon, <laughs> or is it too early to tell yet? <laughs> you know,
0: the primary in Nebraska, because of how overwhelmingly Republican the state is, is mm-hmm. often the show. Yep. But in a year like this, with Dobbs, um, with the national political environment so polarized. Yeah. And with you know, the redistricting in Nebraska didn't go uh-huh. the way that Republicans really wanted it yeah. to. They wanted to make the second district less competitive. Yep. And 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 it, it the 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 decisions that they made in order to keep I mean, and some of this was forced by the way they had to draw the map and right. negotiating with Democrats. Mm-hmm. But but the way that the maps ended up, I think you could have one or two congressional races that really get competitive. I don't know I, I the first district, until you see a final vote tally in a general election, mm-hmm. it's hard to tell. Right. But people are energized around Patty Pansing Brooks. They're energized around Mike Flood. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and and so I don't know what does abortion do, what does the economy do? What does inflation do? What does what do gas prices do? Right. And and then when you get into the Omaha area and that's going to be a competitive race almost no matter what.
1: Yes, absolutely. And
0: and, and so now with with Dobbs and with the with Trump's reemergence onto the scene, does that mm-hmm. energize Republicans? <laughs> I mean, and how does that affect Bacon, who Trump and he have not always gotten along? I, I, the, yeah, there's plenty of stories. The problem here is you don't know how it's going to fall. And even in the governor's race, mm-hmm. I mean the the idea that um, I mean most people who study politics think Jim Pillen is probably going to win, but. He 's just got the financial advantage, the name i d and the registration yep. advantage, but Carol Blood is a state senator i yep. mean she's she's credible she she at least uh gives them someone who will engage on the issues on the democratic side and and so the the lack of a debate makes it hard. Yeah, but, what a bummer. Yeah, that that I, is he
1: going to come around at all? We don't know. But, I, no, I mean they've told me they won't. And uh, you know, I, I, mean, I asked my good friend Ryan, mm-hmm. "Why not?" And he's like, "He doesn't have to." And I'm like, "Okay, but
0: and that and that's and that's the hardest thing. I mean, given the registration advantage, there's not much benefit, right, for him to to, to debate. And and I mean that was the argument that a lot of people made on his behalf. Um, and, he, I mean, he is still going around the state and talking to smaller groups of people, mm-hmm. which I discounted. I mean, I've got to be frank. During the primary, yeah, I discounted those little small group meetings all over the state. I went to several of them. But, mm-hmm. but he was a different candidate in those small group settings in terms of being able to engage with people. Uh-huh. And so I don't know if maybe he's just an introvert. Right, who doesn't like bigger crowds? I don't which, know. Which is just interesting, but but I think even the governor's race gives people some motivation to get out.
1: Oh, it does big I time. Mean, I mean, I know it does for me and my friends and family. <laughs> it does, right? And it is something that I find in Nebraska lacking is the interest in our local politics. Like even up here in Omaha for mayor, nobody oh, yes. shows up, and then everybody complains for the next four years, and it's like, well, you got to go vote, right? Otherwise, we're going to be with Gene forever.
0: Well, and if you get and if you get down ballot. I mean the the biggest thing is like this year the the story that not enough people are talking about is the the push in the legislature by the Republicans and the Democrats to either take over a majority that makes a filibuster impossible for the mm-hmm. Republicans right. or hold on to the ability to filibuster legislation that they don't want passed. Right. And and so that 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 fight for 33 is is really a big factor right now. And you're seeing, I mean, the right is putting tremendous energy for the first time I can remember mm-hmm. on school boards. A lot of this t- ties back to the Virginia gubernatorial election. Um, they figured out that they can energize their base mm-hmm. on local school election races, and it will filter out to other races if they go low and then high that's a brilliant way to turn out their vote yeah and the interesting thing is right now democrats are starting to figure out how to push back and answer so on those school board races i mean i can't tell you the last time i've seen this much coverage of school board races
1: right i know it's fantastic because it matters it does (laughs) that's what i've always said is from yes the president and all that good stuff but it's like you're local it starts locally think about your local people.
0: Oh, you mentioned, you mentioned the city. I, I, I cut my teeth as a political reporter a lot covering city halls uh-huh. and, and county government. And I swear to God, you want to make people care about politics, mess up their trash? Collection mess up their roads <laughs> and 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 be and 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 have something go wrong with the power grid. Oh,
1: are you talking about Omaha?
0: <laughs> just, I'm just saying uh, you uh, do uh, those three things, you'll have people paying yeah, attention to local politics. You're right,
1: politics. and I do think people are now more than ever. But we'll find out in November. Mm-hmm. I mean, it really has to start at home. Yeah, because we all start at home. So why wouldn't we start voting <laughs> on our local issues that affect us directly?
0: Right, and and you know, the, you, you asked earlier, like how do you cover politics and try to try to be fair people always try to pigeonhole me and ask like what are you for what are you, and and I always they don't always like the answer. It goes, I'm for fierce competence. Mm-hmm. I, I don't that. care about what your politics <laughs> uh, uh, are. Yes, can you do the job?
1: Yes, and I think <laughs> lately, after the last four years, competence will go a long way <sighs> because my head is still hurting from all of that. <laughs> but yes, so this has been wonderful, and I could talk to you forever. But a few last mentions about the actual Nebraska Examiner. Yes, what are your plans for the future? Now there's only four of you. Yes, and you guys turn out a lot of fresh content.
0: Well, we're five now with. That's right. But yes, we're we're trying to grow. We're fundraising to grow. Uh, Our whole model is built on the idea that you don't have to pay to read us, but you can support us with donations if you like. It's very much an NPR for print. If yeah. that makes sense, yeah, totally. a local NPR for print. Mm-hmm. And honestly, the Midwest Newsroom for NPR is, and Nebraska Public Media is doing a great job, too. Right, they are. If you guys are looking for someone to add, that's fantastic if you haven't. Where added
1: are their them. partners?
0: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, good. No, they, they do great work. And so it's... Uh, to, to me it's it's building out the idea that we can grow slowly and 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 try to keep our focus on state and local government and local state and local politics, but every notch that we add someone i mean it gives us a chance to broaden mm-hmm. and, and and what we're trying to do is not forget who we are right and 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 there are more stories about state government. Than and and local government than we could ever tell.
1: Oh, I can only imagine. I mean,
0: I I was actually really excited. I saw Flatwater Free Press is hiring a new state government enterprise reporter, ah. and that's actually good for everybody, mm-hmm. including us, because we can run it. Right. I, I mean, and and they can run ours. Yeah. But 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 the the idea behind all of this nonprofit journalism right now, the way it's flowering and blooming, it, it's. It's to try to replace what was lost in a way that makes the legacy outlets be able to embrace it and grow as well. Mm-hmm. We don't want we don't, we to don't harm anybody that we've worked with or worked uh, alongside. We, mm-hmm. we want to make it better for our readers and viewers.
1: Right. And I think you guys are doing a great job. We are all big fans here, as you can imagine. And we've really enjoyed adding that. Um, it's gotten great response, and I personally love it. It's just right there every morning, fresh. It comes right to my inbox. Tell us uh, the website.
0: It's uh, www.nebraskaexaminer.com, and um, if you're ever looking, there's a donate tab. You can you can sign up to give as little as like three or five dollars a month, and and you know my family gives. Ten dollars a month. I know I shouldn't oh, admit that, but I mean it's, it's, it's. But but I mean I've noticed it's funny. We'll sometimes notice that you know our parents or our sis our sisters and brothers have have stepped in, but it's it's That's a lot. That's awesome. Of fun.
1: Well, thank you for the hard work you do. We will be big fans over here forever in reading. So again, Nebraska Examiner, and that is Aaron Sanderford from the Nebraska Examiner, political reporter extraordinaire. <laughs> I'm Cami Carlisle. You've been listening to Community Conversations on Radio Talking Book Service. Thanks so much for tuning in.
0: Thank you. You've been listening to Community Conversations on Radio Talking Book. It's the interview program that brings you voices from the Omaha community. The Radio Talking Book Network is brought to you with the cooperation of KIOS-FM in Omaha and statewide through the facilities of NET Radio and Television. We've been proudly serving our blind and visually impaired listeners for 46 years. Thank you for being a loyal Radio Talking Book listener and supporter.